No, fair. That's fair. That's oh, fair. Okay. I, was fair. Trying, I was just testing. That's my okay, okay. Testing. No, I was just trying to make sure you wasn't having to like <laughs> keep going. Back. She was spamming the. <laughs> she was spamming the pan. <laughs> <laughs> What does that mean, bro? <laughs> Anyways, bro. All right. No, nah, for real. Okay. You're just all right. Saying stuff. Take, let's go. Look, take, take, you know what I mean? Take one, take two, whatever. whatever. Uh, <laughs> take two, just for podcast. Y'all ready? Let's go. You ready? Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> My bad. All right, yo. What's up? It's your boy, Starks. Starks artist. You are now tuned in to the Justin from Podcast, where we talk everything faith, life, and culture. I'm super, super excited. They, y'all see the title. Y'all know what's up. Y'all know what it is. It's been a long time coming. Every single time that we put a poll up on our Instagram about like, always. yo, who should we have? Who y'all want to see come on? Her name is always popping up. We get random messages. I feel like every other week at Out this point. Blue. When's Alexis coming back? We want when's she gonna be? When's she going to be Alex- on? You know <laughs> and a few months ago, we were able to do a live with her and KP, but we haven't officially had the opportunity to have her on a podcast. But, but here we are. Live in the flesh. In the flesh. She's here right now. Look, so welcome in to introducing Alexis Ida. Hey, Let's go. Y'all just, y'all just pretend like y'all hear yeah, that applause. We ain't got to do a clap emoji yeah, in the comments. If you, yeah, but yeah, yeah. no, for real, thank you for coming on. We appreciate Absolutely. it for Thank real. you for having no, me. No, all the way from sure. Houston, Texas. But listen, for, for the people that don't know, Go go ahead and give me a little introduction in the bio. Know what you do, your yeah, platform, yeah. and all that. Absolutely. Hey, hey, what is up, everybody? I am Alexis Ada from Message of the Day by Alexis Ada. As you all know, I'm a speaker. Or for those of you who don't know, I am a speaker. Um, I have a platform on TikTok, I'm on Instagram, and I'm also on YouTube. And I'm sure the guys will leave my information down below. I'm all about enlightening um, the people, empowering the people, leading the people, and waking them up to more. So, yeah, without further ado, you know, let's no, of get course, it. no, 100%. And we actually have had the opportunity to meet her once before. Yes. Um, right now, she's in Louisville, she's staying for a few days. Yeah. We've had an amazing trip, but um, back whenever we went to uh, the Maverick City concert in Atlanta, in Atlanta. <laughs> yeah, uh, hey, that was the first no. <laughs> stop it. Yeah, that was the, that was the first time we were able to like meet up with her. Um, so like I said, this has been a long time coming. Yeah. I am so so excited that she's here. Um, but uh, one of the things that that we talk about usually every time that we meet up or we have a conversation and it usually makes sense because of the positions that we're in but the conversations usually revolve something around like leadership like accepting the call that god has on your life and navigating what purpose looks like right having a platform and being a leader and not too long ago whenever we were on live we were on tiktok this was a while ago um alexis joined and she tried like out of the blue like we were just chilling enjoying yeah She hit us with a question that I'm still stumped to to this day. I really don't know if I have an answer, but it was the, the question of um, what's your favorite part about being chosen? Mm-hmm. And that really hit. And so uh, really for like this episode, that's what we're going to be talking about is like what it really looks like to be chosen and navigating what that looks like. Because yeah. I feel like, you know, you know, we've all heard it before. A lot of people are like called, but like yes. few are chosen. Yeah. Yes. And I think like the distinction between that is like everyone like is called, but not everyone chooses to accept that. Mm. right and so, so that's what we're gonna be talking about the remainder of this episode but that's what i wanted to start this off with because she tried to hit us with that so you know i'm hitting that reverse uno you uh, know what i'm saying okay. hit her with it so like what what's your favorite part about being chosen so i'm gonna hit the reverse uno back oh what's your favorite part about being chosen <sighs> here we go she's bro. good, this is yeah, good. She's <laughs> she hit it. Okay, okay okay here we go so i would say my favorite part about being chosen and this has evolved so much since mm-hmm. like I've you know really accepted the call and even the podcast but it would have to be the like being entrusted with like God's people mm-hmm. you know what I mean and mm-hmm. even like the sacrifice that he has on my life mm-hmm. like the sacrifice mm-hmm. I have to like 
bring now that I have like a larger platform and that he's elevated me in different that's ways. Good. And so like my favorite part of that is even like the restriction and God's no at times. That's mm-hmm. what I'm learning to love now mm-hmm. in the process. It's like yeah. the things that I don't want to do mm-hmm. that I'm not not just I have to do, but I'm able to do. Yes. Yes. So that's like kind of my mindset now. But that's, you know, that, that would be my. I guess she wants to know yours okay. next, I'm guessing. I'm already You knowing. start the artist, let's get it. I say a favorite part about being chosen is probably the the security, even in the uncertainty. Mm. Like, even when, like, everything seems like it's, like, chaos, everything's right. chaotic, everything is, like, shaking. The fact that I'm chosen brings a lot of security. Amen. You know what I mean? Because, like, he chose me. And like I can't, I can't fail. Right. I feel like there's a lot, there's a lot of security, there's a lot of comfort there, even when things are going bad in life. So I think that's probably my favorite part. Right, so good. Right, we're bringing it back to you. This is, okay. your, this is, no. this is yours. Yeah, this Absolutely. Is your, yeah. Oh, I'm Talk down there. So I got my answer. Ready. Please. So, um, as for me, my favorite part of being chosen is having the privilege access to the heart and the mind of God. Um, that's good. Just him like trusting me with revelation is just like bigger than life. And it's just, it's an honor to um, be entrusted with that very thing. And it's a privilege. Like I mentioned, it's privilege access. access. So it's just like not anybody can have access to the heart and the mind of God. So it took me dying to self daily to gain that very access. Mm. Like I have to crucify my flesh and like self daily in order to access the depth of his heart and mind so that's my favorite part about being chosen it's just like that access that that intimacy that raw uncut like Mm -hmm. just like i don't know it's just like an unexplainable connection like i can't really explain it it can only be experienced Mm -hmm. so yeah no i like that i love that and what we talk about a lot or at least more recently that we've even mentioned in previous podcasts is the mm-hmm. fact that it's like a privilege to serve God. Absolutely. Yep. And that's like the mindset that we've coming into like everything that we've been doing even personally. Um, it's the fact that it really is a privilege. It's an honor. Absolutely. Like, you know what I mean? It's not just like out of obligation or duty. The fact right, that, yo, right. I get to, I'm able to. Right. right. You get to serve God. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You get to. So I, I, I like that. So but good. one thing that um, I was even thinking about when it comes to even like being like chosen because beyond like having a platform i believe like everyone obviously has a call right in their own individual mm-hmm. lives like if you're not speaking to thousands you're speaking to one you have your Amen. own household you're the leader of your own life whatever that looks like for you personally right. and that we all not only have to like die to our flesh but we all have to like take up the cross of our purpose Absolutely. and the responsibility that comes with it and like the restrictions and parameters of purpose mm-hmm. you know what i mean and like sometimes we have to like adjust to God's no of like no you can't do this yeah. right. right okay I'm, I'm keeping you from this and that's always necessarily be bad things like, okay I'm calling you away from social media or this right. group of people or mm-hmm. this relationship and that can sometimes be the hardest part about being chosen and having and walking in purpose is accepting that mm. right accepting these parameters mm-hmm. God has on my life of like that leash that we call it sometimes right? right so like how do you even navigate that or have navigated that in terms of like coming accepting that okay like god like my complete yes mm. of like everything he's calling you to and also what he's calling you to maybe remove yourself from so for me um for those of you who don't know i'm 25 years old years young I'm for sorry. sure for sure must be 26 you know but um just it just living for 25 years i have experienced a lot in life and after living and experiencing life for 25 years I've learned that doing things my way has always led to some type of mishap Mm. destruction confusion heartbreak like just just you know unnecessary stuff and I've just learned that 
when I went God's way, I didn't have to suffer with confusion. Mm-hmm. I didn't have to suffer with, with just like destruction. Like it led to life and peace, which leads me to Romans 8 and 6. A mind that is governed by the flesh is death. A mind that is governed by the spirit is life and peace. So it's like when I, after failing so many times, I'm like, you know what? I have no choice but to just follow God at this point. You know, obviously I do slip up from time to time, but nonetheless, I'm like, okay, I'm following God. Mm -hmm. So just like after feeling so many times and just like deciphering the two Mm -hmm. and just coming to the conclusion that his way is the only way for real. Mm -hmm. And um, it's just like I've just concluded that I trust him with my life. And I just trust him. I trust his standard for my life. I trust his will for my life. Though I may not always agree, it's what's best for me. And um, I don't know. I feel like I'm living some of the best days of my life. And it's been since I've fully given God my yes. It mm. was when I was deep in my sin. It was when I was doing things my way. It was when I was trying to fit in right. that my life was in chaos. Mm. And I was confused. I was in an identity crisis. But now I know who I am and whose I am. And I walk in that boldly and confidently every single day. And I do it so like openly on my platform because I want people to know how real this walk is Mm -hmm. and how you don't have to put up a facade. You don't have to act like someone you're not. You don't have to fit in with the crowds. He said in his word, come from amongst them and be ye separated. And a part of being ye separated is taking upon your cross, as Darren Mm -hmm. said, carrying Mm -hmm. it daily, dying to your flesh and doing things his way. And ultimately, you'll also learn that his way is the only way. So, yeah. I love that though. Like yeah. I've never heard that before. Like we always talk about like trusting the plan. Yeah. But trust the standard. So good. Mm. Trust the standard. So good. Because that can be that can, that can be it. Because we can see like the vision of like okay, this is where he's taking me. Okay, right. this is what what it's going to look like and what it's going to be. But like you know, when it comes to like that, like I said, the parameters sometimes yeah. of like what he's telling you to remove yourself from, like come like be separated mm-hmm. or that like, consecration. Sometimes we can't always see where that's leading to Absolutely. or what the, how that can be beneficial for us and like our process our purpose but which is where faith comes in mm. and the part of faith is trusting trusting without tracing you have to be willing mm. to trust god without always having the blueprint knowing yeah. having all the answers Facts. literally just that's faith we walk by faith and not by sight you know and it's not going to always be comfortable you have to be willing to trust god you don't have to you don't have to always understand mm. but he's never failed right mm. So why not trust the standard? Mm -hmm. You know, like if he did it for Paul, Elijah, Moses, all of them, he could do the same thing for me. Mm -hmm. You know, so if they trusted him with their lives, I can trust him with my life. And it's like Abraham, Genesis 12, I want to say he went from a a familiar land to an unfamiliar land. He God Mm -hmm. said, go to a land that I'll show you. He didn't say Canaan. He said that I'll show you. So that was Abraham moving on faith, trusting God without tracing him, mm. following God without having the full blueprint. So he's never failed. That's it. I like that. He's yeah. never failed. I like that. Trust mm. like that faith part. Like we mentioned, we mentioned before the fact that your your understanding can't become can't come before your agreement. So good. Yeah. Right. Like That's it, good. And in, in any process or when it comes to trusting, the, whether that be the plan, the vision right. or what we're talking about, even the standard. And walking by faith, the agreement always has to come first. That's because good. the understanding is going to have to come as you start walking. Absolutely. But, mm, I'll so preach good. later. That's a bar. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> All right. So we talked about how, like, you're called right now. 
you're in a position where you've accepted that and yes. you understand that. So at this point, how do you deal with the pressure of being a shepherd? Because personally, for me, I feel like sometimes it could be a lot of pressure, like off camera. What if I like for slip sure. up or on camera if I say something wrong or I right, trip over my right. words? So like, how do you deal with that that weight of like, okay, dang, I have people that I'm over right now. Right. First things first. Um, actually, God told me two days ago, you're only human. Mm. You're literally only human, and that's not an excuse to do what I want. Mm -hmm. That is me accepting things for what they are, not for what I wish that they could be. Um, so first things first, I'm only human. Secondly, he led me to Matthew 11, 28 through 30, where part of that scripture is talking about a shared weight, a shared responsibility. And most of you know the, the scripture, it states that his yoke is easy and his burden is light. Mm -hmm. And if, for those of you who are unfamiliar with what a yoke is, it's like a wooden like a wooden brace almost that is like holding the neck of an ox or an oxen. So it's like between two ox or oxen, they're sharing the weight. My God. So that's why it's so important to be equally yoked because if it's like a baby ox and a mm -hmm. big ox, yeah. they're unequally yoked. They, right. It's like an, um, an unbalanced weight. So basically what God was sharing with me was that, there's a shared weight. There's a shared responsibility. You don't have to do it by yourself. So if you would just take upon my yoke, it's easy. If you would just take upon my burden, it's light, you know, and you can trust me with your life. You can trust me with the weight. You can trust me with the responsibility. So I'm just like, wow, God, that's so good. So I trust that who's leading me has more experience than I do, that's you right. know, so mm -hmm. that's how I'm able to handle it. And another thing I do is I give myself breaks. Like, yes, I'm called to preach, teach and things of that nature, but I still am human mm -hmm. and I'm a limited source. So I have to be willing to grant myself grace, pace myself and give myself time to woosah because I still right. have life behind the cameras, mm -hmm. you know. So um, it's very imperative that I consecrate myself often and I fast often so that I can give God an opportunity to fill me up. There's no way that I can pour from an empty cup mm -hmm. because just like my supporters and those connected to me are expecting me to show it for them, I have to show it for me first, you know. Right. So And I can't do that if I'm empty. So it's so imperative to consecrate yourself, to fast, and to allow God to fill your cup because only he has what you need. He's the ultimate source. There's nothing that this world can give you that God can't. So it's just like you have to go to God first, not this world. No, 100%. And I like that because we talked about it not too long ago. In the episode we did, it was like, I can't save you. And the whole idea yes, behind that, that was the fact that, like, the weight isn't ours. Mm. Yep. You know, like, so in anything that you're doing, like, whatever, because we hear it a lot, like, um, obedience is our job and the outcome is God's mm. but that's yeah. really how it's supposed to be mm -hmm. that like all you have to maintain is your yes mm. that's it mm. that's good all you have to maintain is your yes and he will work everything out now of course mm -hmm. that's a part that we have to do on our end but like staying connected to that standard yes. right Take, taking up your cross then everything else will be like up to him because it's not mm -hmm. ours to carry it's a shared weight yeah. shared in that weight. purpose the yeah. scripture, the scripture uh, Matthew 6.33 comes to mind it says Love seek that. first his kingdom so I think good. sometimes we can get modes where we seek first our calling yes. and not the one who gave it to us. So we have to recalibrate ourselves, like seek first its kingdom. Go ahead, mm -hmm. run it back. Sometimes we <laughs> sometimes we seek first our, our thing. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you got it. You caught me off guard. You caught me off guard. But sometimes we seek first our calling and not the one who gave it to us. Mm. So just recalibrating and getting, like she was saying, sometimes take some alone time and realize, yes. like, hey, seek first his kingdom and yes. all that will be given to you as well. So, so good. Yeah, that's yeah, a shared weight. It's a shared weight. Mm-hmm. But, like, along with, like, of course, like understanding or like navigating like the weight of like purpose and the call. Like, what are like I guess some of the other biggest things that you've learned, even in because we talked about it the other day. Like, obviously, your platform has like been growing. Oh yeah, like oh my gosh, yeah, yes. like, so blessed. Oh my god. And so, like, what else have you learned like in this process of even like not like going deeper into purpose and like mm-hmm. more yeses and deeper levels of like whatever God's calling you to next? This is one of my favorite questions. I made sure I wrote took notes on this one so um the number one thing i've learned is to remain humble Mm. the higher i go the lower i get um because it's not about me um and it's an honor like we always say it's an honor and a privilege so i just make it my duty to remain humble because apart from him i can do nothing so um first things first is remaining humble keeping a lowly demeanor um also staying in position knowing my part and playing it well, making sure that I'm not doing more than what it is that God has called me to do because then I'll be operating out of flesh. Mm -hmm. So it's like I'm making sure that I'm staying focused on what needs to be focused on. And I'm like, okay, this is what God is calling me to do. I'm not going to do more or less. I'm staying focused on the assignment. Um, So, yeah, and also not depending on the accolades from people. Um, because sometimes there's going to be no one in the bleachers and you're, you're still going to have to be willing to keep going. You know, you can't always expect people to be clapping on the sidelines. Mm. So and that's just something I've learned because initially I depended on the likes and the views and the stuff like that. And like, yes, now they're like even greater, but I don't depend on that when it comes to mm. my content. Like it's a bonus, but I'm more concerned with impact. Like, I'm like, who am I impacting? Like, when you close your phone, when you close that app, is what I said or what God said through me, rather, is it resonating with you? Mm-hmm. Has it changed your life? Because that'll be you walking in wisdom. You looking at my posts is you obtaining knowledge. Okay, I'm getting this, I'm getting that. But God calls us to walk in wisdom. So it's like, if once you apply what it is that you've heard me say or God say through me, you know, that's when I'm like, okay, my job, I'm doing what I've been called to do. Yeah. You know, anybody could like my posts. Anybody mm-hmm. could comment. Anybody could share. But are you living out what it is that I'm recommending you to do? Are you living out what it is that God has called me to share with you? So um, just those things, just remaining humble, keeping a lowly demeanor, staying in my position, knowing my part, playing my part, and also recognizing that I am not God. I am not God. Mm-hmm. I am just a vessel. I am a body. I am a mouthpiece that he is using to advance the kingdom of God. And me accepting that allows me to um, effortlessly navigate through my calling. Um, and lastly, just not depending on the accolades and the applauses of people. And also, thank you, Holy Spirit, not being moved by the criticism because people are going to talk. Mm. But nonetheless, vengeance is the Lord's and my father is going to fight for me. So it's like I'm not going to waste my time trying to argue, trying to prove myself to someone who is committed to misunderstanding me. So that's why that's where self-control also comes in. And you know what which battles to fight, Mm -hmm. which battles not to fight, what to react to, what not to react Mm. to. So these are just like the major lessons God has been emphasizing in my life. And I'm just so grateful. So, yeah. yeah. And then like you mentioned a lot about being a vessel and like even like being in position yes so like what like what does that look like for you um in terms of like 
like allowing yourself or like maintaining that position and right and right position with God, like to make sure that you're being poured into, right? Like what are the practical things that you do? Cause we talked about that we the other did. day, like, but then I don't know why it's just like ringing in my head. It's like so position good. because like, that's the biggest part of it. Like remaining in the right position, be able to receive a word and like sure. remaining in obedience. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Cause like we talked about, uh, the fact that like there can be moments where like if you're not in that right position you can miss what God's trying you to can. do through you mm-hmm. right so like what do you do to make sure that you're staying like you know balanced and like remaining in that like that space simple I make sure I spend time in the secret place it's a relationship with us and God I feel like people sometimes make it more than what it actually is mm-hmm. it's a relationship so spending time in the secret place there's a transaction that takes place so it's like I'm giving God my prayers my concerns my petitions my worries and he's giving me joy peace love confirmation clarity wisdom yeah. um, whatever it is that I'm seeking at that moment he's going to bestow it upon me mm-hmm. why because like Jordan said I'm seeking you first mm-hmm. the kingdom of God that is the prerequisite prerequisite to all things the blessings of the Lord are conditional and I feel like sometimes people think oh because he loved me he gonna bless me he does love you but you have to do your part as well mm-hmm. most miracles if not all that took place in the Bible required the intervention of man he told the the man at the pool of bed say the pick up your bed and walk. Mm-hmm. He didn't That's say, I'm going to carry you to the pool. He <laughs> said, I'm going to carry you out. He said, pick up your bed and walk. Oh my God, I feel God. I feel my help coming. Listen, people of God, you have to be willing to do your part. Play your part. Do your do your part. You can't just expect God to do all the mm-hmm. work. You know what I'm saying? You have to be willing to sacrifice and actually sit in his presence. And it's a dialogue, not a monologue. So just as you're speaking, you have to be you have to sit there and wait for God to speak to you. So it's like once you sit and you pray, and you ask God, you know, have your moment. You have to sit and allow him to bestow his goodness right. and his favor and his grace upon you. So honestly, that's what I do. Mm-hmm. And I just allow the Holy Spirit to move after that. You know, for so sure. that's what works for me. Yeah. Then along with like, do like along with doing that, like mm-hmm. keeping staying in position, and that look like that's what your personal life look like. Right. Why? Why is that important? Because we talk about it, talk about that a lot. It's mm-hmm. like you need to, of course, like just because like God's using you doesn't right. mean that He's pleased with you. Yeah. Right? I remember you that's, said that. That's yeah. what we like harp a lot, and we always talk about. So like, why is it important to be integral to the mic in what you're speaking, right, and making sure that like what you're saying like you're handling the word of god with care mm-hmm. right so i'm not only like giving you a message that like from like from knowledge of what i've studied but this yeah. is what i'm living out as well mm-hmm. right so what it, what does that look like like why is that important to you and like what does that look like in terms of like being integral with your character and maintaining that too along with like your study and your speech and all that it just goes back to like God can't bless you pretend to be or he can't use as you said which was so good. He can't use who you pretend to be. So that's honestly what I harp on and like God always emphasizes to me like the same person you are on camera make sure you're like that same person off camera mm-hmm. because you're an example and that's something that he has been honestly reminded me of lately is like you're an example you're an example so you have to watch what you do you have to watch what you say you can't grow with me and still hold on to the past you can't grow with me and still say the same the word says that if any man be in christ he is a new creature old things have passed away and all things have become new Mm -hmm. so it's just like just walking in the newness of life walking in redemption like being reminded that i'm free from my past i don't have to walk in that anymore i'm free from my sin the bondage of sin rather i don't have to walk in that anymore Mm -hmm. So honestly, I think just like thinking back and just being reminded of God's goodness, 
I hope I'm answering this right. I don't know. I asked oh, yeah. the Holy Spirit to take over. Go so, ahead. yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So, basically, I just feel like, nonetheless, God just can't use who you pretend to be. So, just making sure, I just always make sure I'm just being myself and being authentic, whether I'm on camera or not. And I feel like you guys can attest to the fact that the same person I am right now, you've witnessed the same person off camera. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. it's just like, I don't know. I just, Walk in my authenticity. I don't, I don't know. Just spending time with God and allowing him to lead my life and just seeking him for direction and just allowing the Holy Spirit to have his way. Yeah. So, yeah, I hope I answered that right. No, I honestly did. feel like you I did. did it, but no, did. I hope I did. No, so, you did. And then another thing that just came to my mind, because um, we were talking, like, we were obviously earlier we were talking about, like, trusting the standard. But, like, yeah. has there ever been a time that you you didn't you didn't want to be chosen? Yes. you didn't that you didn't want the call right and like how did you even like navigate that because like i mean i know mm-hmm. me and jordan talk about that a lot sometimes like we can get to points and it can be for like different reasons but sometimes mm-hmm. like when we're like running ourselves to the ground mm-hmm. like working too hard and getting yeah. burnt out we get in the most where it's like nah i don't want it right Woo. god you can you can you can have it like it's this was cool but <laughs> I'm good now. Yeah. Right. And kind of like going back and forth in that, that, that season or that moment of like, you know, not necessarily wanting all the parameters and like the restrictions and like, you know, what you need to maintain what you have. Right. So like when, when was that? Or like, what did that look like for you? Cause like, I know a lot of people are there too, just like wrestling, wrestling with God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So. Mm. When was there a time that I basically wanted to like? You didn't want the call. You didn't want to be chosen. Yeah. How did you? How how did you navigate through that? The what? That's like whatever period of that that was. Um. Y'all, I don't. <laughs> that's such a good question. I'm like, how do it's I fine. answer we can, this? We can but, always cut it. But then again, it's like. You know what? When I see people living their life as they please, doing what they want, and me knowing I can't do it, I feel like moments like that where I'm just like, man, I'm tired of being the good girl. I'm tired <laughs> of being the church girl or whatever. You know, like, yeah. I'm tired. Man, I want to go, you know, you know. <laughs> and it's just like, I can't. I just can't. And sometimes I, found, I find myself, like, getting upset because I'm like, how are these people able to do what they want to do? They get what they, you know, they're getting this, they're getting that. I'm over here sacrificing everything, Yo, putting hold my on, hold life on, on the line. You know, oh, no, no. And you know what's crazy? Whenever they're living like that and their platform's still growing. Mm. Still they're growing. still having success, yeah. right? And I'm sitting here and I feel stagnant because I'm doing all the right things and I ain't going nowhere. Literally, yeah. in my word for hours, I'm talking about I didn't cut off everybody. Right. God told me to cut off, mm-hmm. detach everything like... I'm at church 10 times a week. Like, I'm just like, God, I'm doing what you told me to do. What is happening? You know, but it's just like, I remember God saying everything that's good is not popular. And everything that's popular is not good. And it's like, I remember him telling me, like, I have you hidden for a reason. So it's like, if I have you doing this, I'm preserving you for something great. So it's like, he's just honestly changed my perspective on things like that. I hope I'm answering you right. I'm no, sorry. you're good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, but yeah. No, yeah, and I think yeah. I remember I, I told I told you this once. It's the fact that uh, yo, what did what did Eric tell us that one time we were in the car, we were in Nashville, and he he said that 
Um, you got the, you like ah? What was it? We were in a lot of cars in Nashville. Bro. I'm saying we were. <laughs> but basically, he was talking about the fact that like you're like champions train different. Oh, you oh, told me was. that. Yeah. I remember. Yeah. Like the, they hit me the, a ton of breaks. the champions train, the training looks different. Mm-hmm. Right. And so like when you're like in this moment of like trying to compare like whatever your process is or what it's you're so going big. through to someone else's like you can't even do that. Right. Yeah. It, it, it looks different for the literally. leaders. It looks different for those who are at like the front and the forerunners. Like they literally have to train different. Mm-hmm. And Absolutely. so like you have to like come to grips with that and accept that for like what it is. And like go through that process to get to where like God wants you to be because you that's the only way you're gonna get through it. Yeah, like, you have so to go good. through it. But that's what that reminded me of. Yeah, absolutely. Like it's a caveat off of that. I remember God telling me like the expectation also is different. So what I'm mm. expecting of you, yeah. He's not expecting the same thing of me right. or vice versa. You know, we're the people of the world. You know, mm-hmm. it's just the expectation is different, and it's like you really have to find peace in that. It's yeah. hard though. Mm-hmm. It is. It's hard because it'll be right in your face. People just you know, and it's like God. I just said. I'm at church 10 times a week like what is you know like but nah that's that was a great question no yeah and then you so you talked about being hidden and I feel like you've I mean how long have you like I guess like had your platform or stepped into your ministry like how long has this this been honestly almost two years like I dibbled and dabbled dibbled and dabbled in it before mm-hmm. but I fell off I got you yeah but it was when I went through one of the lowest points of my life and I knew that I wasn't going to be be able to get myself out of that I knew I wasn't Mm -hmm. so the only person to call on was God and I was like God I know that you are a God who has all power so I'm like please like I really need you to get me out of this so it was when I turned to him he said get creative with your pain I heard him so audibly he said get creative with your pain and I'm like I'm broken right now like how can I do that and it was just, I was like, you're going to have to show me. And it was just like through that process, he showed me that there was still power in the pressure. Mm-hmm. There was power in being broken. There's power in the crushing. There's power. Bad, what was that? What was that? There's power in the, what was that? Power in the pressure? Yeah. Mm, that's, yeah. That's, a bar. That's, that, that's him at the end. <laughs> yeah. That's a bar. But no, like y'all, he, God is just so good. And he really walked me through it. And he just showed me the significance of serving when it was inconvenient. Because I like I told you guys, I remember we was on live when you know y'all Wi Fi was was lagging. Yeah, that's crazy. Aaron God remember like God basically he had spoke to me in that moment. He said it wasn't convenient for him to put his son on the cross. So it's like why are we I looking for convenience? Yeah. You know? Damn. Why are we why do we look for stuff to be easy all the time? Yeah. You know, so that really humbled me and just had me be like, okay, God, you're right. So, oh, yeah. yeah. And then I, I mentioned that because you talked about being hidden, right? Yeah. And so now that like, you know, of course, we've been seeing you come into like so much success. That's only the beginning of like yeah. what you're doing. Um, how did like, how did you, how did you handle that? Like that, that period of time to where it didn't feel like may, maybe like not stagnant, stagnant, but like, you know, nothing was necessarily moving or like mm. going in the direction you, you wanted it to, right? Like, you know, as you were starting out, like you were putting out your message, you were answering the call and like yeah. in that period before, like you're at where you're at now, even though it's going to continue to get bigger, like how did you still like, you know, maintain that same sense of like urgency that you have now that is, you know, more responsibility, even when it seemed like, oh, well, I don't know if anybody's really watching me. Like, are they really listening to me? Is my voice, does my voice really matter? Right? So how did you even, like, encourage yourself? Like we talked about earlier, even with, like, 
praises of people and praises of men like mm-hmm. the bible says in psalms i can't remember the exact verse but like david had to encourage himself for sure so what did that season of like okay encouraging like me where i'm at and no and staying firm on the promises of god right and still um trusting in that even when it didn't look like where it's at now right um it was hard it was really hard i had a lot of crying nights y'all know that cry where you like sliding down the wall the sliding down the wall and you're like I know the cry that Man, listen, I had many Pain. nights like that because I just feel like God had forgotten about me. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. But then the he spoke to me. He said, many of my children are ready to be on display without being developed. And I was mm-hmm. like, huh? <laughs> he was like, many of my children are, they're wanting to be on display without being developed. And I feel like in that period, I was almost trying to rush it. Like I wanted to hurry up and be not heartbroken anymore. I want to hurry up and be not hidden anymore. Yeah. But God said, I'm developing you. Mm-hmm. There was a reason that you went through that heartbreak. There's something bigger than you that I needed to be birthed. So um, it was hard. It was lonely because during that time he had me, you know, detached from many people. Mm-hmm. Um but I just kept thinking back. I just kept thinking back to how God brought me through past seasons. Right. And I want to say, even in the Book of Psalms, like I think it was David. He just talked about he pondered on the past things that God did for him. That's what helped him out of a pit, mm-hmm. and that's just so good. Um, so for me, I just would constantly think back to how God brought me out previously right. and just the, 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 pre, the promises he was making me in that present moment and, you know, staying surrounded by, you know, praying family and praying loved ones. So, you know, your circle matters as well. So mm-hmm. it was, a, it was, it was, it was hard. It was really hard, but I just kept the faith because once again, he, he'll never fail you. And you just have to be willing to be developed before being put on display. And I do believe I am coming out of hiding now. Obviously, I'm mm-hmm. sitting <laughs> in the JD studio. Stop it. So it's just Stop like, it. Stop it. <laughs> you know, I'm coming out of hiding. So it's an honor. And I believe that if it weren't for those developing moments, those developing stages, the crying down the wall, like if it wasn't for moments like that, I just wouldn't be here. And it was just it's things that that you will learn in a pit that you won't learn on a mountaintop. I remember mm-hmm. God telling me that as well. So I thank God for the valley. You know, I just said to anybody going through a, a moment of like being in the pit right now, mm-hmm. embrace it, bask in it and just, you know, find you a scripture, find you a, you know, a verse and hold on to that because the promises of God is yes and amen. And he's a, he's, He'll never fail you like he'll never fail you. He hasn't forgotten about you. Just know that he is developing you for greater. There is something in you that is bigger than you. And God is using you as a game changer. Your family has you're you're the one your family has been waiting on. You're the one your bloodline Mm -hmm. has been waiting on. So surrender. Take heed to the process and trust that God is not a man that shall lie, nor the son of man that he shall repent. So just trust him. Take him at his word. He is a man of his word. Preach, preach. Stop it. Jeez. <laughs> but no, God yeah. is so good. Sing it for us. Oh, whoa. This is the podcast. It's not a Oh, listen. whatever. <laughs> no, God is so good. No, yeah. So now that you are like, I guess, in this process of like coming more of like out of that like out hidden season. Mm-hmm. Right. Like what what do you feel like it is next? You know? I don't know. <laughs> you know, with God, you we serve such an unconventional God. He's so unpredictable. Like literally. 
you'll think he's doing one thing and he's doing something totally For opposite. Sure. Mm-hmm. So honestly, I'm just making sure I just stay in position and um, stay, uh, maintain that sensitivity of course of discernment mm-hmm. of course. Um, and just making sure, you know, I'm just in his will, you know, so and being obedient, obviously. So I don't know what's next, y'all. I have a clue, but I don't a know. Clue. I'm a little nervous. Uh-huh. What you mean? Nervous about what? Because honestly, if I can be transparent, which I always am, um, I have been battling from time to time with inadequacy, like just feeling like I cannot do what you're calling me to do. Like the projects I'm currently working on, I'm like. I've never seen this be done before. Mm -hmm. But not too long ago, I went to the Noah's Ark with my best friend. And the revelation that God gave me was God called Noah to build something he had never built before. And Mm -hmm. that's the season of my life I'm in right now Mm -hmm. is building something I've never seen before. Becoming someone I've never seen before. Because for years, I battled with identity crisis. I didn't know who I was. Mm -hmm. You know, for years. And I used to be so embarrassed to say this, but I believe that there's power and transparency. And God honors that because he he knows my heart posture. Mm -hmm. Like, they see the flesh, but he knows my spirit. So it's like, he knows my heart. He knows the hearts of all. So it's just like... I don't know. You know, I'm a little nervous, but he didn't give me the spirit of fear, but of power, love and a sound mind. So I just believe as long as I'm walking in that power, as long as I'm walking in humility, having mm-hmm. a lowly demeanor, walking in love. Um, I believe that the best is yet to come. So I'm excited. And oh, 100%. Yeah. 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 And I remember there was something and it just, it just reminded me of this, that um, I was listening to Matthew Stevenson. He's our apostle. I church. love him. You listen to him? You, Wait a minute. You know, Matthew Stevenson? What did you just say? He's, he's our apostle. apostle. Oh my gosh, I have to like go and visit. You want to go to Chicago with us? Yes, I love you. Dr. You you Matthew Stevenson, if you're <laughs> listening, I love you, Dr. Y'all, listen, I, I love him in. so much. He was supposed to come like preach at my pastor's anniversary, but uh, his wife um, wanted him to go on a sabbatical because yeah. he had been traveling, which right, I totally yeah, yeah. respected. But I'm literally currently watching his radio R series from like four years oh, ago. Listen. Let me tell you something, Dr. Matthew Stevenson, if you ever see this, like, <laughs> Literally, I love you so much, y'all. He is incredible. I just love his rawness. He's just so authentic. He is everything. He he don't sugarcoat nothing. He preaching his socks. When I saw him (laughs) preaching his socks, I said, I need to meet him. I need to meet him. I love him so so much. Yeah, if if y'all don't know, you need (laughs) to know. Matthew Stevenson, he's our our apostle. Um, And go listen to that Rated R series, actually. I'm going to go ahead and link in the description. Because that will bless y'all. No joke. Dope. But I remember um, off you were off what you were saying in terms of like inadequacy yeah. and looking at Noah's Ark and God calling him to build something that's never been done before right. or been built before. I remember I was listening to Matthew Stevenson. He was doing like I guess it was like a little interview or whatever. Um, and he he was asked like he was asked about his ministry basically all mm-hmm. nations and he was like yo like how are you handling like the responsibility or like the pressure or, like as it grows and gets bigger like how are you handling that mm. and his response was like so profound I hope I don't butcher it but he's basically talking about the fact that like um, the bigger it gets like the more he's depending on God absolutely you know what I mean like the like the, the larger it gets the more he has to lean on him and mm-hmm. he's realizing how much of it isn't in his own strength mm. or, right and what he's building what he hasn't seen before that yeah. is it really is just him and like wow. you know the, the lower he becomes like it's not even him anymore he doesn't see mm-hmm. him Literally. it's not him at all oh so yeah that just reminded me of that well that's just a reminder for you whatever that does or whatever but the, la- the last thing i did want to ask you because you were talking about um what we were just talking about is the fact that like how are you navigating transition which me and jordan are about to talk about on a podcast soon so yep. y'all stay tuned but like how are you navigating like 
transition when it comes to like what you're now stepping into and like change and like I guess a bit of uncertainty like what what does that look like because it's always like a new level right there's always a new a new yes yeah Mm -hmm. to whatever okay I'm I'm calling you to do this and you can get comfortable in the old one that you gave and it's hard Mm. to detach yourself from that so like that's so how are you navigating transition to I guess what I just mentioned a a new yes and we can end it off with that that's kind of what I was thinking about Wow, that's a great question. Um, how am I navigating this transition? I feel like I'm just being more intentional about dying to self. Mm-hmm. Because one thing about this flesh, mm. it's weak. It is. Very. It's demanding. And it wants what it wants. Mm-hmm. And I just believe the higher I get, the more that is thrown at me. Mm. Good, The good, the mm-hmm. bad, and the ugly. So... It's calling for, God spoke this to me, um, the transition, like the next level is Mm -hmm. requiring another level of discipline and obedience. Mm -hmm. And he said, Alexis, you're going to have to be more intentional with dying to self. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's how I'm navigating it by, like Dr. Matthew Stevenson said, like literally just depending on God. Mm -hmm. Because where I'm going, I've never been before. You know, and it's just like I have to be willing to remain humble at all costs and like die to this flesh, take the necessary steps, making sure I'm fasting. Y'all fasting is the key to many, if not everything. Um, Just fasting more often and being intentional about it, not just being like, dang, I can't eat till six o'clock, you know, but actually (laughs) being like, wow, I get the opportunity to bask in my father's goodness for hours Mm. and hours and hours. (laughs) It's just like just being more intentional with this transition, navigating it and just being humble about it. Yeah. And but also embracing the um, the journey, because I think you guys once talked about the journey is more sometimes important than the destination. Yeah. yeah. And I, that's something y'all, when y'all said that I was like, it's still right here because it was just so profound but that's so good so god is just teaching me how to enjoy the journey more Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying because you know the destination is going to be the destination like i think when i hit like 10k on instagram i was like oh my gosh but i wasn't as excited Mm -hmm. as i was or as some people expected me to be because it was the journey that really made me for real you know like it was cool to hit 10k but that journey, it just meant more than more to me. I feel like the 10K was more of like a moment. Like the destination is almost like a moment in the sense to me. But the journey is just like. What's up? Mm-hmm. It's just like, I don't know. It's a forever thing. For sure. Not a forever thing. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> Not as fire. Yeah. And that, and that concluded everything. You got anything else you wanted to see on your mind that you was thinking about over there, gang? Uh, no. Nah, gang, I, gang. Why you say like that? <laughs> nah, I don't. I don't. I do not. No, but look, Lex, we really appreciate you coming on all the way from Houston, Texas to You know, Best City. I'm sorry. For sure. Big Lex in the middle. Big Lex. Big Lex. <laughs> big H Town. You know what I'm saying? We appreciate you for real. Thank you so much. Go ahead, plug yourself, all the Instagrams and oh, socials. Yeah. They're gonna be in the description, but let them know Absolutely. where they can find you at, please. You can find me on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. And I also want to say thank you guys for having me. This is my first like in person interview like all of mine have been online you know you have more control online you know yeah. you have on a dress shirt with your sleeping pants but i had to come fully clothed today you know? so <laughs> it's just an honor no i'm like super excited i was super excited but nervous and 
they've been just so um, welcoming. So I'm just so grateful, and I'm grateful for our friendship as well. So sure. I just want to honor you guys in this moment, give you guys your flowers. These guys are incredible. You know, they're doing a great job advancing the kingdom of God. You know, just remember to stay humble and be reminded that it's not about us, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's about God getting the glory. So I love you guys. And yeah, but y'all know what it is. Stay you, stay real, and stay humble, and stay dope. That too. (laughs) We'll catch y'all next week. Much love. I just Ah. had something. I literally.